and welcome to the Nightcap Film Club with me, Simon Alexander, podcaster and daytime cooking show contestant. And I'm sat in my little office at home, uh, as is Paul Foster, who joins me now. How you doing, mate? How you doing, mate? All right, yeah? Actually, oh, yeah, very good, thanks. Um, I did think, surely under the new rules, with one household being able to meet up, could we do this in person now? Yeah, I'm sure, sure we could, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing, we're not breaking government, Bojo's not going to be on the line to us going, hang on, lads, you can't do this. No, that's um, fine. No, no, we could be fine. Bojo, Bojo, be sound with it. Yeah, maybe um, we should. From now, I suddenly just realised why we still. Well, we could, couldn't we? Yeah. Maybe the that's... only problem is, like, I have to sit, sit my kids in a different room, and you don't oh. want them involved. <laughs> yeah, like, it's hard. That's very to true. Quiet as it is for an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's very true, mate. We'll stick to this, shall we? Uh, cool. So, welcome to the Nightcap Film Club, episode six, and today we're sort of reviewing Waiting, the 2004 film with Ryan Reynolds and. Uh, and Anna Faris. Anna, Anna Faris. Faris. Yeah. yeah, there's quite a few names or f- faces I recognise more than yeah. names. It was one of those films. Where I was like, I've seen about seven of you in loads of stuff, but I don't know who you are. It was one of those sorts of yeah, yeah. Films. You're like, oh, the manager's uh, Wally yeah. from from Anchorman. Anchorman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And that's exactly what I said. I was like, he's an Anchorman. No idea who he is, but I was just pointing at the screen, just like, <laughs> um, yeah. I do you know what it was? I was just saying to you then, it was more fun than I thought it was going to be. After the first few minutes, I was a bit like, oh god, this is going to be a bit of a drag. But it yeah. was quite. It was really funny at times, and obviously stu- stupid and silly. But I don't think yeah. it's pretending to be anything more than that, is it? No, exactly. I think that's why it gets away with it because, like, there's no plot, there's no story, and it's full <laughs> yeah. of. It's full of cheap perfect laughs. recipe for a good film. <laughs> no plot, no story. <laughs> <laughs> really selling it, yeah. Um, it's full of cheap laughs, but um, it's it has got this bit of a cult status in the industry, yeah. Um, because it that. is so relatable, and everything there happens. And anyone at whatever level you have, you've come into contact with one of those people, or yeah, one of those experiences. It's all like extremely packed into one day, which doesn't yeah. really happen. But <laughs> it reminds me of so many people and so many <laughs> fucking experiences. It, and the, yeah, it does, and it's it's cheap laughs, and I, I like it. It's nice, easy watching. No, don't have to think about it. And Ryan Reynolds yeah. is great. Yeah. He, he is. You could see actually, Haley and I were saying like you can see early Deadpool ness mm. yeah. in him, can't you? Like that sort of like dry sense of humor and the way he speaks and talk. Like he was. He was good at that, and he looked so fucking young, didn't he? Like he just he looked did, yeah. like a he child. Did, yeah. It was like sixteen years ago that was filmed. Yeah, that is mental, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. Probably all of that stuff wouldn't have happened in one day, but there's lots of. It was almost like the writers got together and went, right? We've all been pot washes. We've all been working behind bars. Mm. Observations over stuff you saw. We we'll just write it all down and try and pack it into a film. Mm. And uh, I think that was quite re- rewarding. One of the yeah. first things we get in that is the whole goat game. Yeah, the goat. So which just is, which explain the rules. Explain the rules. <laughs> <laughs> so flashing your genitalia is totally a game in a lot of kitchens. Like, is it? The, is it actually? The rule, yeah, the rules differ. Right, rules okay. Differ, depend on do where you Do you have are. rules at salt? Oh, we don't do it that. Uh, right, <laughs> we don't, okay, no, fine. we don't do it that. A bit too small, not enough people, really. That gets a bit weird. <laughs> there's only two of you in the kitchen. Two of that you. does get a bit weird. <laughs> You're the only one laughing and you've got your cock in your hand. Like, uh, <laughs> it's not quite. Yeah. So, oh, so you play, but you played this at other places then in your career? Or, yeah, witnessed it being played. Um, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to name any names, but it was more like we, it's never in America, they tend to do it different, but over here, like it's just you do it just to to catch people out and make people laugh. You don't 
take the mick out of them afterwards for seeing it or you don't get beats afterwards for doing it. It just just it just happens. Yeah. So th- there was one place I worked where we had some we had some fridges um, that were just no they were just no longer in use, so we just used them for storage of stuff like storing yeah. like water bottles for staff or whatever. There's one guy I used to hide in them, and we'd send a you know you send a commie down <laughs> to go and get some water and open the fridge and then just open the, open the door and he could just see everything just waving at him. <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> yeah it's pretty horrific when you think about it but hand on heart you've never done it i've never done that no oh. no no i've done the peer pressure to do it though must be tough to to not yeah i mean I, yeah i've done i've done things definitely and well there's a story <laughs> i mean you've read it in sat bain's book i put a bit oh, yeah. of story about me teabagging someone yeah yes i remember <laughs> that yeah beautiful book um yeah and i ruined it <laughs> so fucking good yeah, yeah but i the, have the, um Sorry, that same guy. I've he's got the got somebody with the goat. Really? Yeah, yeah it was pretty impressive. <laughs> wow, it's just and actually the best payoff of the goat was in right towards the end where that the intern or the new guy loses it, and then after yeah. all of that, he absolutely gets the chef. And even a part of you is like, "Wait!" Just that yeah. British, like, you are, you like got him. legendary status on day <laughs> yeah. one. And then Ryan Reynolds says that he's a made guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will I will respect you for the rest of my life or something he says. It? It's just so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. That, so that doesn't happen in England where you get beats after, you get kicked up the arse if you get it not, wrong. Not specifically, I know. It's not like, you know, and nobody, I've never witnessed anyone abusing anyone for being gay for looking. It's just, yeah. you know, made you look, that sort of thing. Like, ah, I got yeah. <laughs> Totally so childish. Playground shit, isn't it? Oh, it is. Uh, that poor, that poor kid on the induction day. I mean, obviously, I didn't feel sorry for him by the end when he lost the shit. But at the beginning, mm. you're just looking at him, and even though it's obviously just a fun movie, even a part of me can't help but be that kid and remember what it was like getting my first job as a pot wash and being introduced to everyone, and they've all got their in jokes. Yeah, and they've all got there, and it's just tight. It's exhausting. You already can't wait for your shift to leave, and you know it's going to be in ten hours' time. You're just like, yeah. You can't relax. It's yeah, and it's tough. <laughs> did you ever do like pot washing or like the lo- stuff when you were? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I, I did. I did for my mum and dad in the pubs. Um, of course, yeah, yeah. And then, but not not a lot. I was quite young then, so that was only up till I was like thirteen. So didn't do in long the, in hours. But in your pet in your parents' pub, did you ever witness like your dads, for example, like in there in the doing kitchen, the, with the chefs doing the goat, or or like do you know what I mean, like. Like indulging in stuff where you're like, fucking hell, dad, what are you doing? Do you know what I mean? I grew up in pubs, like the things I would hear were. I really? Yeah, yeah so. kids shouldn't be hearing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was from the regulars, from the staff, and they just forget you're there, you're a part of the furniture after a bit. So, and then they realize, yeah. like, oh, said too much. So, yeah, you learn a lot very young that you probably shouldn't. But no, I am. Um, my f- first job was a place in Coventry called. Olders, it was the old Owen and Owen, um, in a little self service place there. It was yeah. like prepping food and pot washing, and then it, the harvester as well. So I had a job oh, in a harvester. Really? Yeah, I ran two sections there. I was a boy. Did you? <laughs> yeah, oh, I did, I did salad cut and pot wash. I was 16, I was at college, I just started. Wow. Yeah, you know, not ashamed to work. To, I worked in a harvester, you know, it's no, like, no, it's a job. There was no good restaurants. In Coventry, still isn't. Um, you know, I didn't drive. I needed work, and you know that got me money. And 
Nice Harvester really, really, really reminds me of the place in Wainton. Like yeah, so much. The characters, even the setting, it's got that sort of yeah, steakhouse feel like TGI's to... and yeah, exactly. It's exactly that, isn't it? Like I, we were trying to, Haley and I were talking. Like, what is this place? Because it's not like a dive bar necessarily. No. Where it's like a rough crowd. It's just a cheap and cheerful yeah. thing. But with the added like Americanness of even at that level, the, there is an expected. I, I don't know. We've talked about it briefly before, but like waiting staff in America is more of of a profession in its own right. Mm. Whereas I think that that equivalent pub in Britain is looked upon more for its waiting staff, like there's zero expectations. Whereas in America, like you saw with some of the tables, mm-hmm. like the tips are a big thing. Like it's uh, even if the food's not amazing, you're still re- it's, it's a lot more expected of you. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And like the way they were all spoken to, very common as well. Just the way they just disrespected, like that hit guy, the way he was talking to um, that dean. Yeah, that yeah. You know, that kind of thing happens all the time, especially in places like that. Yeah, just yeah. don't. They expect a lot from them, but they don't value them. Like yeah. def- definitely, that that's how it is. And that that woman, <laughs> I'm sure you made notes about this. She was <laughs> she's like the ultimate Karen. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so many of those people about so many oh, that are just like that. That's not that's not exaggerated. People really? are like that. Yeah, I mean, like. It seems over the top because it's in the film and, you know, so much stuff going on. But I didn't think that was over the top. Like, people get really? like that. Yeah. It, the wow. higher up and the better places you get is very, very little and often. You know, yeah. We don't experience people like that so much. We have salt, but not, not so much once in a blue moon. But, yeah, places like that. I don't know, that self-importance that I'm better than you and you're just a server and how hard mm. is it to take a food order? All those comments, they're based on true truth yeah yeah wow that i mean yeah i suppose i'm not shocked but i am because it seems like oh god no one would really be like that but it can Mm. often be i think we've spoken about it on the podcast before where people sort of feel like they've got some sort of right to have because you're serving them so it's like this submissive relationship between Mm. but if you just met on the street you'd never talk to them like that in a million years but they're serving you food I was yeah like, oh, and i'm God. giving you my money and i'm yeah. paying you your wages and that that oh, it makes me cringe that kind of attitude i know it does i don't know whether there's a little bit of a generation thing in that because i know my dad my dad is definitely not like that but mm. i sometimes feel like when he goes to restaurants i don't know whether anyone else's parents do this they they suddenly start to act a little bit more like proper because oh people are serving me so I, I need to make sure that they know that i'm the customer and that and there's a little bit of an air of that so he won't necessarily say things or do stuff but he'll be a bit shorter with them because he's the guest he's the one sitting like sitting yeah. there okay. and i'll take the i'll take the piss out of him for it or ruth <laughs> or you know whatever but i know and I, I'm, i've talked to other people and they say yeah my parents do that a bit like when once they're in a restaurant setting suddenly they're they're sat at their table and they're the ones being brought food to. They act a bit differently. So yeah, I don't know. It's a generation yeah. thing as Maybe well. But so, it's, yeah. I've always noticed it with my dad. Yeah, yeah, that um that woman who's the the ultimate Karen. When they take that food, I could barely look at the fucking screen oh, when they take God, the food back into this. I was, was like, oh. fucking awful. I just I looked can... over and Haley was just looking the other way with her hands behind. <laughs> like, it was. I don't know what what was the worst bit. It was probably the first one. Probably the gobbing. I yeah. and. 
I know this sounds like an awful thing to think, but I was thinking, which one of those would I rather eat? <laughs> Go on then, which one? Well, that, hear me right. out. Hear yeah. me out. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I would rather eat the pubes. I knew you were going to say that. Why did because, I know you'd say that? I don't know, because like, there's something, the sweat, which was fucking awful, yeah. it's the garlic bread. Yeah. The sweat and the gob, there's like a smell and a texture yeah. to that. Whereas the um, hair, I it, I could kip myself it's from anything or from me or do you know what I mean? It's just a bit yeah. of ha- like I could pro- So I'd probably, what about you? Yeah, I'm probably with you. The one that really made me, it probably surprised me more was when he did scratch his head and did the garlic salt. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's the worst. <laughs> that is the worst. The, the, the dangerous garlic salt. He was going to do... Uh, guacamole, but like like phlegm, and he was like, "No, you can't mix Mexican and continental." Yeah, has that happened? Hand on heart, I have never witnessed that. I'd really, never you've never witnessed it, it or, let no. alone done it. You've never even witnessed it. Never. Wit- if I did, I'd call people on that because yeah. I just yeah, it's fucking unacceptable. Even though, I'm surprised because of just how many people and places you've worked with in your career, and I thought you might have seen it once somewhere. Yeah, I genuinely call them on it as well. And like for me, it's like there's just literally, I think it's because I'm so proud and stubborn. Like when a customer is being an absolute valent, like they can be the biggest knob on earth. There's there's nothing they could do to make me ruin their food because then then I've lost. You know what I mean? I've given in and it's like, you know, I want to make sure it's better. So I'm untouchable. You know, yeah. and I'm too proud to serve anything like that. You know, if I'm cooking at home or cooking staff food or cooking Michelin star food, it's all with the same approach for me. And I just, I, I no, I just couldn't. I would call anyone on that. Even in my younger Good years you. as a chef, yeah. someone above me, I would have called them on it because it's just, no, nah, it's fucking, it's moody. That is. Yeah. I mean, obviously you're right. It's just, I am surprised because I just thought with the amount of people you've worked with or places, I yeah. thought you must have seen that somewhere or even at Harvester in those early years. I can just imagine. Yeah. I mean, Surely. Like, yeah, maybe I didn't see anything like that sort of stuff goes on. You know, it does. Of course it does. Um, but it's, it's not that often and sending food, like people make that joke about don't send your food back and upset the yeah. chef. You know, I couldn't give you any examples of anything bad happening to your food because it's gone. What about though, to a lesser extent, the whole five-second rule about dropping it on the floor? Um, well, I I don't. It goes in the bin. Like, yeah. Gen- Have you ever seen that though? Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I've seen people do that. Yeah. Really? And just yeah. pop it back on the plate? Yeah. Upgrade it to the ten-second rule, or they just, <laughs> you know, in my younger year, like the um, you know, places like Harvester I worked at, they'd you know, back on the grill, give it a little flash. Yeah, it's moving. Really? Yeah, it's but again, I'm too proud. Too yeah, proud. You can't do it yourself. Yeah. No, no, I can't. You know, if I was doing it for myself, I'd probably I'd be fine. You know. Yeah. You know, yeah, because that's actually eat it. that's interesting. You say that because um, I do that at home. Like, if it's a little thing, or a, depending on, I, I'll be shallow with it. Like, if I see that there's a bit of like dust on the floor or whatever, and it's, mm. I'll just be like, yeah, throw that away. If it's like for a split second, and I'm just at home cooking for just me, or ha- I'll just pick mm. it up and carry on, which is might be a bad thing. But I do do that. But in a kitchen, I did think I bet there are chefs that do that, especially yeah. when they've if they are oh, perfectly cooked like a, a steak and they just drop it on the side. But oh yeah, fuck it, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. Yeah, uh, it must happen a lot. There's the self pride of not doing it, and then there's also the 
you know, the lessons you're setting to other people that that's okay. Um, because if somebody else did it, that I couldn't have a word with them if they've seen me do it. Yeah, I? good point. Yeah, and yeah. then you know, then and also, you know, people see you do that. They've they've always got that over you. Always. Yes. I don't yeah, like definitely. people having something over me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that yeah. makes complete sense, right? Um, yeah, the other thing that uh, made probably the bit I laughed at the most in the film was the conversation between Ryan Reynolds and his mum at the dinner table. <laughs> that was yeah. really fucking funny. Like it they just took brilliant. it to the ninth and tenth degree, and it was really good. You could tell yeah. Ryan Reynolds is a, that was his most Deadpool like scene, I think, and yeah. he was loving doing that. His comedy timing's on point in it. In yeah, yeah, just just the way they back and forth. Yeah, I, I rewound that because I found it so funny. Obviously, it never, um, it never got to that extreme. But I always remember growing up how I'd be shocked at how some parents are with their kids compared to others with my friends. Yeah. So I go to my mate uh, Dave's house, and you know he's really polite with his mum and dad, and he can't say anything in front of them. You go around to a different friend's house, and it's completely different. It's not necessarily hostile, but it will just be they'll they'll be allowed to swear, they'll be allowed mm. to do all this, and it's it's unbelievable that rule when you go to or like and it sounds weird but even though my parents never ever said don't swear in front of me and I heard my dad swear a lot I never really got comfortable swearing in front of my parents until I was like in my 20s yeah probably so for me about in the in the 20s and then yeah I did drop the c-bomb once which did yeah yeah I thought let's push this a bit further like in what way in what way was I can't remember the context now I couldn't tell you the context but I think I was like angry about something and it I was just like pushing it a bit further and then yeah, yeah. that that was a line <laughs> that I crossed <laughs> actually just in general just in general does swearing happen a lot in the kitchen regardless of whether you're having a good or bad day like is oh, it god yeah constant yeah it is and it's like you just don't know you're doing it it just becomes yeah. part of the language um yeah and you end up with a bit of a potty mouth yeah and you got <laughs> you got to you got to be aware when you come out of the kitchen that people don't talk like that <laughs> really do you accidentally do it do you accidentally do you accidentally do it in front of your kids? No, I don't think I ever have, to be honest. Or I may have once said something like piss or something, but not much. No. No, Rihanna has more than me and she doesn't, doesn't really? do it in front of the kids. Yeah, and I... Um, yeah, I, I, I haven't. No, I managed to sort of switch it up a bit. Yeah. I, I remember seeing a couple of weeks ago a video that went viral online of the, this mum and dad doing like a TikTok video to their phone and then mm. one of them like scuffed the line up and went, oh, and the kid was in the background and the kid like must have been four or something. It was just like, Daddy, did you say fuck? And and like it's there is nothing funnier to me than when you hear kids swearing. Like uh, it just ma- and, you know, they <laughs> latch on to a word. Yeah, yeah they yeah. latch onto a word and they realize it because they can see it's written all over your face, but they shouldn't. And it's all they they just go and go and go and go. That is just endless uh, fun yeah. to me. Oh, it is, it's brilliant. Swearing. And you're trying not to laugh to make a thing of it. And yeah. you know, when you try not to laugh, it just you laugh more, don't you? <laughs> uh, always, every time. Um, yeah, what other bits were there? Oh, the other thing that made me laugh a lot was when he said, why would you be so rude to a stranger? Maybe she was abused as a child. That <laughs> yes. was like, it caught me so off guard, but I wrote it down straight away and laughed. But then also thought, there's a little bit of truth to that. Because going back to the Karen character, it's mm. like, I always think what's going on in their real life. Like there has to yeah. be. It can't be me. It can't be that this steak's not perfect. It can't be that I'm not doing a good job as a waiter. What's going on in her life that means she has to be like that to me? There has to be something. Yeah, Michael O'Hare said it with his like boiling point story, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. You know, he's like, there's something going on with her. 
But yeah, but you, there, there was there was a bit that just really made me laugh, and it is the kind of thing that would be said because, you know, when customs are horrible, like if anyone listening out there, if you're a horrible customer, you will be bitched about terribly yeah. by those staff. Like guarantee yeah. it. <laughs> um, it was so. She said, maybe he said maybe she got abused as a child. There was another bit yeah. after that, and she went, "Yeah, I hope so." <laughs> Did she? I didn't even yeah. notice that. She's not really laughing. Yeah, yeah, no, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that is that does not shock me because even though you like you don't mean it when you're in the, that scenario and you're yeah. back in the kitchen, you just want to like yeah exercise your muscles, be like fucking bitch. I'm gonna <laughs> that is so good and i suppose it ties into the thing you mentioned just the other week about how you create these backstories for everyone out there you mm. can see in the restaurant being like yeah well that she's grumpy because he left her and all this do you know what i mean like you just yeah. you can't not do it i think you can't not industry. it's good fun it's good fun one um, of the things that bugged me a little bit was um the guy who was a bit rude who orders the steak he then asks for ketchup because steaks don't taste good enough without it that kills me i literally oh, the, that... the hick was it yeah. Yeah, that but really yeah, bugs me. And he's the typical, like, generally the people that ask for something well done moan about the amount of time it takes. Like, especially if they have, like, a, I don't know, a 16-ounce steak or something. And they're like, <laughs> why is this taking so long? But you've you've ordered it well done. It takes longer. Unbelievable. You know, others won't moan so much. But, yeah. So I, don't ever, I don't think I've ever asked you that before, but at Seoul, even at that sort of level of cooking that you're doing, do you ever get people ask for their steaks to be well done yeah well we don't um we don't as we you don't, know we don't serve steaks but, no, but we'll, you know what i mean like we'll any have, like you know lamb that's pink or whatever will people request it to be gray <laughs> yeah they they do and i'll do it it's fine they're paying for it really it's not a problem i'm not going to moan about it i mean it's horrible but yeah we'll just <laughs> we'll do it like yes i don't like it and i wouldn't eat it myself but the fact is i'm not eating it and i'm not paying for it you know the only time, which I've expressed before in Boiling Points, the only time it'll ever annoy me is if they moan that it's dry or they moan it takes a long time. Yeah, that, yeah. Because it's like, well, yeah, that's what you asked for. Yeah. Like, you know, but if you want it like that, it's fine. Have it. It's not, it doesn't bother me at all. Um, it bothers me when you get, because we, because we don't stop cook steaks and you ask how you want it cooked and you've got a medium here, medium rare, you know, all different cuissons. You know, I'll cook, if we've got a saddle of lamb on, that's not going to be rare. That's going to be, you know, more sort of medium rare to medium because that's the best way it is. So we'll tell the customer that's served pink. So it's pink. If you want anything else, it's well done. It's not, we're not doing different gradients of cuissons because it's it's cooked how I believe it should be. But if you want it more, that's fine. But we're not going to do like, there's a lot of issues with that at the start. If you're know, tasting menu, we might have, um, I know, some Wagyu beef on and I'd cook it as a whole joint. And then people are like wanting all these different sort of cuissons and oh, just flash it a bit. What the fuck does flash it a bit mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Do, what do you want? Do you want it how I serve it? Or do you want yeah. it well done? That's your choices, basically. Yeah, yeah fair enough, flash mate. Flash it a bit. I ain't got a grill. <laughs> flash it a bit. Take your top off in front of it. Yeah, show, yeah. show the goat. <laughs> yeah. That's what, maybe that's what... No, I wanted you to show your bollocks to it. That's what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, along the note of uh, how well cooks you take, is it bollocks, the whole rule about putting your little finger to your thumb... No, it, it's kind. It's kind of true. Yeah, is it? Oh, it's that's reassuring. I mean, it's not it, like I really like the idea of it because you've got to think about a ribeye is going to feel different to a fillet. Yeah, yeah, their medium rares feel very different, and a sirloin feels slightly different. But it's oh, a, yeah. it's a good guide because that yeah, little finger to form that's tight. That is well done. Then you go yeah. to your index. That's 
that doesn't bounce back. Blue. So that's light blue. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's a it's a good 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 sort of rough guide. Like that. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know what we're talking it. about, it's literally just putting your thumb and your little finger together and then feeling the sort of fleshy bit under your thumb. That is yeah. genius. I love the idea that yeah. it is true. Yeah, having having fucking hell, having tomato ketchup with steaks, I cannot abide it. I literally can't. And I was yeah. addicted to ketchup as a kid, honestly. Like how I learnt to like vegetables yeah. was smothering them in ketchup. Uh, and then eventually I just same. slowly, slowly took the ketchup. I had ketchup sandwiches. Yeah. You know, I'd, honestly, it was just ketchup on everything, just the tomatoey, sugary stuff. But I'm now, like, the idea of having a now. steak and then having... Yeah, same. The idea of having a steak and then putting tomato ketchup on it, just... Yeah. Uh, I just perfect. find it too... Because um, I don't have a massive sweet tooth anyway, and I don't like sweets at all. I never really have. Um, yeah. like, like, you know, like kids' sweets. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I find it, like, just a bit too sweet and sickly and... I'd never, even when I was a kid, it would never be on a bacon sandwich. It's brown sauce. That's that goes yeah. on a bacon sandwich. And if I was having a steak at home, I might have a bit of brown brown sauce with it. Cause, oh, would you? Yeah, I might do if I'm not making another sauce. Like that's that's all right. But ketchup, no, it's it's too sweet yeah, and sickly. Fridge mustard, or fridge no? or non fridge for ketchup? Ooh, we fridge. Yeah, I fridge. Yeah. Yeah. What is yeah. the? What should you do? Is there a? Um, I don't know. It keeps fine out because there's so much, I don't know, like sweetness and preservatives in it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things people argue yeah, over, isn't it? it? I mean, I don't you, care. Um, I don't eat it. So, really? Yeah. No, we keep it in the fridge. But I think that one of the reasons for that for me is that um, if you keep it in the cupboard, it also, it's obviously a bit looser. Mm. Is the when you first use the bottle, the bit that makes me gag is you go to squeeze out and it dribbles a bit of that uh, weird, yeah. like, watery or uh, it, it's like orange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that dripping on my plate is not the greatest start to a breakfast. Do you know no. what I mean? Like, just no. not good enough. No, not, you're right. Not, not you're right. Um, oh man. That, like, that, all the flashing um, stuff, and when you just said it then, and when you you did that action, it reminded me of this thing. And this, it's not that bad, but it it just it gets me every time. It's one of the funniest yeah. things I've ever seen in the kitchen. So, but you don't have to actually flash any genitalia. Okay, so thank God. You're not yeah, going to yeah. get done. Yeah. So. It's so childish and stupid, but it just <laughs> honestly, it just gets me. Yeah, so you um, you get a sausage, you know, massage it a bit, get it a bit longer. Okay. Right, I see. I see. Poke, poke that out of your zip. Okay, so it's <laughs> hanging out your zip. Put your a- put your apron down so it's completely covered, and just yeah. put a bit of bit of flour on your face. And then there's somebody is going to say, "You got a bit of flour on your face." So you lift your apron up to wipe your face <laughs> and they just see out the corner of the eye what they think is your dick hanging down. Oh, it's so simple. They realise it's a sausage the, and it's actually, all okay. The weird, the weird thing is if they don't look long enough, they might just, do you know what I mean? If they just go like, ooh, and then look away, <laughs> they might actually still think they need to properly check it out to realise it's not. It kills me. It's so funny. Uh, does, it ba- does it backfire though when you sort of like I don't know you go into the kitchen and you, you're like oh hopefully D- Dave will ask me Dave will ask me and then like you know um, Sally who's 18 who's a waitress goes oh Paul you got and you're like oh nah don't yeah, worry uh, about it yeah, nah yeah. don't worry about it I'll just that's fine leave it yeah. don't, don't ask me <laughs> yeah whilst 
whilst it is only a sausage that you're showing them and not your dick, <laughs> you still have to check your audience. You yeah. still have to, you know, be respectful of you yeah, know, your boundaries. Yeah, yeah. But it's such yeah, a great game. It's, it's brilliant. That is, it's genius. Childish, but genius. Um, another bit of the film that made me laugh a lot is when they go through the montage of all of the different scenarios uh, of the waiting staff and their attitudes towards mm. it. And they say, we're always really respectful and preserve our customer's dignity. And Ryan Reynolds runs to the back room of the kitchen staff to say to the other waiters, he's in the tits on table 12. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was like in between us, like when you're 15 years old, do you know yeah. what I mean? And just like the world is stimulating, girls are still, and you're just like overexcited. And to your mates, you're like, look at that girl over there. Look at her, look at her. You're just like... <laughs> That must happen in kitchens all the time with the waiting staff being like, oh my God, have you seen the, yeah, you do. Have you seen the guy like, on that table or have you seen the girl on that table? Yeah, the younger ones and that tend to be like, especially if, you know, like they're, they're, you know things are showing or whatever, um, a bit <laughs> excited. Like, so just calm down. You've got to go and serve that table in a minute. Look into their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's so good. Do you ever actually? This is a great question. Do you ever like catch your waiting staff flirting with guests? Yeah, not yeah. not so much at salt, but yeah, like yeah, people do like on a, on a lower level, not like obvious flirting. Yeah, no, sure. Do you ever tease yeah. them about it when they come back in? Like, oh, you. you oh might. God, yeah, too right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I suppose right. they're encounter they're encountering a lot of people every single day who are dressed up. They're in the mood. Like, it's quite a sort of like. Yeah, and you've got to be friendly, get on, in... have a laugh, and yeah. that, that having a laugh to flirt is a very, very fine line, isn't it? It's not like, Definitely. you know, and then it's a bit further to do something inappropriate. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, but well, that's a good a question. That's a good question. Has that happened where even at Salt or other places where people at tables end up giving waiters and waitresses numbers? I've had, um, we had a table touch a waiter's ass. Oh, fuck. No yeah. way. What, at Salt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no he was like, he, he was a bit offended. I spoke to him and I was like, look, I'll go and speak to them. And she, yeah. like, this woman was like nightmare. She was with her kids and that. Um, Whoa, yeah, she that's was, mad. Um, he was, uh, he was like, wow, well, she can't, he was a gay guy. So he was like, well, she couldn't get me anyway. <laughs> like being <laughs> right, all sassy, making a joke of it. But he mentioned it to you. So he must have yeah, been he a did. bit like. Because yeah. I was keeping an eye on it because she was like, she was a bit loud. She's a bit flirty. Her kids were sort of you know, old enough to know what she was like. They were sort of late teens, early 20s. Um, yeah, and um, she's just been really... Was she with her husband or anything? Or was she with... I, no, I don't think so. I think it was a family thing, but I assume she was a single, slightly right, older okay. mother in her late 40s, I'd assume. S- stereotypical cougar town. Got you. Yeah. Yeah, and she yeah. yeah, all flirty and stuff. And then, yeah, I, I didn't see it, but I asked him what he told me, and I was like, you know, and we sort of took him off the table, other people were serving. You know, I'd, I'd never let any of my staff feel uncomfortable with um, no, customers. But you've also got to be like, do I just jump straight in like a bull in a china shop, which I've done previously. And it's not always, you've got to measure the situation and be like, okay, you are, my, my first uh, priority is you all right to the member of staff. And then if they are, okay, well, let's just remove you from the table. Let's keep an eye on her and let's make sure nothing happens. If you want me to deal with it, I will, you know, but you've yeah. got to measure it. You can't just be like, yeah, gung ho, like fucking kicking everyone out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. What about the previous places you've worked more with, like waitresses? Because obviously, we get that in this film. We we see uh, Anne Farris 
fl- deliberately flirting with the tables to get tips. Yeah. Which, and obviously the, the whole tip game is probably a bit stronger in America, but Huge, I, I imagine yeah. there's probably ri- still rife and has been maybe more so in the past with spotting a couple of guys at a table and thinking, right, I'm going to really sell this to them to make sure I get some attention or get some extra money or whatever. Yeah, it's hard to give you exact examples, but yeah, it does, you know, it does happen and it's like, um, you know, because you've got to think about the service as well. So like a group of um, businessmen out on a business dinner who want a good drink and spend a lot of money will always spend more money if there's a girl serving them. You know, if there's really? a bloke serving them, they they just don't. It's it's like a psychology thing, and it's not about wow. you know. So it is it, managing that, or a group of group of women. You know, sometimes can be much worse than a group of blokes in a restaurant. Yeah. And you know, they'll respond better and have a better time if a if a bloke is um, you know serving them. You know, they'll probably wow. tip them better. They'll you know they'll probably have a better time. I mean, this is very sort of. Um, you know, generalizing, yeah, yeah. yeah, generalizing yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit. but you know, generalizations are there for a reason. Human beings, they're generally yeah. true. Yeah, human beings, like we're simple people, <laughs> but we'd never manipulate it as much as you know. Yeah, some places obviously do, but like, okay, there's a four businessmen there. I want that guild to serve them and look after them and flirt with them because yeah, mean, it's funny you say that because the then, cyn- yeah, the cynical side of my brain thinks I bet there are places that do that. Totally. Money. They'll think, oh. oh, do you know what? I'm going to send Rachel to that table because I reckon she's going to get a load out of them. Like, it sounds awful, but I can imagine places doing that. You go in all the top restaurants in London, all the hostesses are you know, attractively well-dressed, slim women. You know, they're, 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 it's just the way it is. Like, the like sort model, first model, thing you model first, waitress yeah. second sort so, of thing. So, so same as like, um, you know, the young girl last night, you know, she's very attractive and that's the first thing you see when you walk in and that person sits you, sits you down. Yeah, they really played up to that in the film, actually. We didn't talk about her character because she was super promiscuous with her boss and leading him on and leading Ryan Reynolds on. And and then that, that sort of played as this stereotypical hostess that in, like, puts people to their tables. And mm. yeah, it's a bit it's a bit weird, actually, when you think about it. But It is. And yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I feel a bit uneasy about if you're trying to manipulate stuff like that personally. I just don't. Yeah, of it just doesn't sit sit with me. Yeah. we don't we don't operate like that you know i like to have a a mix of personalities in the front of house team definitely and that's the best way to be it's funny we should mention this though because uh, i don't know if you've heard about the netflix series selling sunset which has taken sort of the country by storm at the minute hey no. hey it's really odd because my girlfriend doesn't really watch these sorts of shows but mm. she watched this show and she sold it to me like this she goes great right there's this show called selling sunset it's basically a state agent selling like luxury million pound mansions in Beverly Hills and you get to see around the house. So in my head, I was thinking, oh, great. Yeah, I'll watch that because it'd be like cribs. Do you know what mm. I mean? It'd be like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to see the yeah. swimming pools and the pools. It's not. It's it, You see one property an hour and the rest, it's just made in Chelsea in the estate agents. Uh, right, Do you know what okay. I mean? It's awful. Yeah. But it was this thing where these high-end estate agents, they were all six-foot blonde women with mm. boob implants. Yeah. And the owner was this little five foot four bold man <laughs> who goes in and hugs them all individually every oh. morning. Like, do you know what I mean? And I'm just, I'm sat there like, how is this, how is this real? But how this, not, not just, you know, a, a really good estate agents selling expensive properties in California, but also top end restaurants and all mm. these, like, they go after this sort of like desired 
uh, vision of what they think they what they think their front of house staff should look like, and it's just so seedy and just makes you feel so it uncomfortable. Is. Yeah, it's, it's finding that place of like getting a good balance of how your brand is, and you know, but yeah, just to manipulate that level where you lose that authenticity and you're specifically searching out, yeah, a certain look of a person for a restaurant. It's fucking oh, yeah, it just loses what it's all about for me. It's the same yeah. with like, you know, um, you there's I think there's only one in the UK. It's in Nottingham. Um, what's it called? It's big in America. Uh, Hooters. Hooters. Um, yeah, I, I knew because I've been to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been because it was like around the corner yeah. from Sats and that, like yeah. in the early days. Um, but I mean, it's a horrible little place, dirty ribs, horrible kitchen and, and stuff. But oh, they, they, they just... how do they recruit people? Because they're, they're all of a yeah. certain size. Like if, if a, a girl, say, size 16, 18, went there for a job, fully qualified... Just... Maybe would they would they be turn them would they turn them down because that's fucking that's against the law yeah you know oh, I, d- I don't know mate it's fucking weird yeah i don't get it i don't know how how people get away with it i know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah what else was in the movie that i wrote down oh also the with the whole cakeage thing i thought of gary usher as soon as they brought the cake out um so <laughs> lovingly got it out of its frozen packet and dumped it on the table <laughs> and brought it it's douche yeah <laughs> kid was crying yeah i've never had i've never been to a restaurant and had happy birthday song for me again i think a a big american thing i think tj fridays and stuff oh did you have you had it done to you yeah i think it was on my 21st went to this crappy mexican restaurant in coventry and yeah it was nice all the family there it was a nice night didn't really care about the food and stuff but yeah yeah just happy birthday and it's like i don't like it because again it comes back to what I like, authenticity. And these people don't know me. They don't care if I've got, I'm in a happy birthday. <laughs> They're singing. I don't know. I, where possible, try to avoid it at Salt. You know, I don't like it. What, don't, don't, if you know if people, it's people's yeah, birthday? Like all the singing and stuff. It just makes me cringe. This is me, my personal opinion. This isn't yeah, like, yeah. you know, I don't want to affect the guest experience, but I've got to, you've got to think about everyone else and, yeah. If it is someone's birthday and they say that on the notes, what do you do anything different? Um we uh we we put a nice card on the table that have oh, signed yeah, yeah, yeah. by me and stuff because I don't like writing on plates and things. It's just one cuz my handwriting's terrible and um I, I don't <laughs> oh, know, classic, just, yeah. Writing happy birthday with the little squeezy bottle of chocolate. Yeah, that's yeah. classic. I just, I just, <laughs> I know, a lot of nice restaurants do it and you know if that's them that's fair it's just not for me i just think it's tacky personally yeah, um i do and impersonal a card is much more personal it's there already with the name on it when they come open it up it's it's just it's just nice nice thing to do yeah we have had I some can't... guests though like kick off because we didn't give them free champagne because it's their birthday wow so i probably have now demanding 15 Jesus. celebrations a week from anniversaries and of course birthdays. that's what like, a lot especially a nice bust. really nice expensive restaurant like yeah you're you're gonna have more people there for birthdays than a harvester would on an average week we do you know we, we we bought when we got the first lot of cards we bought a thousand i think and you know gone in the first i can't even remember but they were gone well gone within a year you know what i mean really like, because it's I, th- also, but so that average is like three a day almost. Something like that. Yeah, like graduation, wow. you know, anniversaries, birthdays, all sorts. Of course. Sorts. I, I was just thinking I've probably, I've probably eaten at yours about six or seven times and I reckon at least four of them were occasions. Yeah, yeah. You'll yeah, have on a Saturday night, so you might have 
you know, five or six occasions. Yeah, so yeah. true. I don't even think of it that way. That is mental. Mm, it's a lot. Yeah, I, I, I bet people are expecting the works, aren't they? But yeah, so how can you do, do that? Yeah, because yeah, they're only looking at their their self and their own. <laughs> Yeah, I that, how can they? Off. How can it leave? How can it leave their mouth? Where's our free champagne? Like as if, yeah. as if they like it says on the website, you get free champagne when you come for your bed. Like it doesn't. Like how people yeah. feel entitled to say, oh, well, I was expecting free champagne when we arrived because it's my birthday. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, I just might walk into Greg's <laughs> on my birthday. I expect a free um, <laughs> yeah. sausage roll. Yeah, I was, I was at the SO garage, filled it up with petrol, told them it was my birthday. They didn't give it me for free. <laughs> Fucking joke. <laughs> Fucking joke. Yeah. So for, for us, we've got to, you know, my guys out front, I've got to make a fuss of them and got to mention it. So for me, it's like I want the person in the door as soon as they realise who they are. Oh, wow, you're if you both happy birthday. Bang, hit them straight yeah. away. And then they sit them down. The person who, you know, be a different member of staff coming over to maybe uh, ask for waters and things. The first thing they should be saying, oh, happy birthday. And like, yeah. right to the person. And their cue, their reminder is that card being on the table. Right. So you, know, you can just walk up. You don't have to like check the booking sheet and be like, oh, there's a birthday on that one. I best go and say yeah. it. You see the card. Oh, whose birthday is it? Today? Happy birthday. Thanks for coming and joining. With, uh, celebrate with us. Like, yeah, well, nice. that, those two things straight away feel so special. And oh, then, so special, mate. Yeah. Then you know, you've built up a dialogue and, and that, that's, that's, that's like enough. And yeah. then, you know, if they want, they want cakes, whatever, that's a whole different issue, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually, thinking back to Gary Usher, who I, we, I remember his stance on cakeage. And for anyone that's not listening, go back to Gary Usher's episode. We talk about cakeage for ages, where he basically says, you can't bring your own cake into my restaurant. You either buy the puddings I've made or you don't come at all. Yeah. What I can't remember what your, were you okay with it? Or I can't remember what your I'm, stance was now. Um, We don't get it anymore because of the way we work. But basically, my stance was, because it's easier for us because we when we used to do a la carte which we don't know it was like two course or three course price that's it so there's no like confusions or anything like that so it was like if you want to bring your cake and eat it you have dessert that you know that's it afterwards we'll serve you the cake the plate everything we'll do all that there's no extra cost have it with your coffee whatever um if you have starter main course and then cake you're going to pay for that dessert anyway so we'll charge you for yeah. three courses. So you may as well have them. Yeah, yeah, we did have a lot of friction with it. But, you know, I, I remember saying to this one guest, well, what if you didn't like cake, didn't have a sweet tooth, so you bought a birthday pork pie and had that as your starter? No, well, that'd be <laughs> silly. Of course it fucking would. Yeah. <laughs> of course it fucking would, mate. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it is. Oh, nothing wrong with them having it, but they, they, you, you don't replace a dish with it, basically. Yeah. I, I'd never thought about it before talking to Gary Usher about it yeah. because I saw it so often and I've done it. I, you know, I've been to pubs and gone, oh, excuse me, here's a cake. Would you mind if you put that? I've done it, but I've just yeah. never thought of it from the restaurant's point no, of view. you don't. And like chains and things, it's kind of, it's kind of okay. And it's like, it's the yeah. done thing and it's a bit different. Like chain restaurants, you don't sell a lot of desserts anyway. But we, yeah. we are set up to sell, you know, if we were only, back when we were doing two courses, we'd lose money on that table really because it didn't yeah, happen are. very often. Whereas I suppose those chain restaurants, if you do, if yeah, if, you, if like you say, they're not often having puddings and you they bring their own cake, they might buy a round of coffees or an extra drink. Yeah, they're genuinely happy if they get some coffees out of you because you don't, I go to chain restaurants, I don't tend to have coffee at the end. No. You, no, you pay right. up, I rarely have dessert and I go, I may have one or two courses, um, yeah. I wouldn't have coffee. So yeah, they, they can get extra revenue. But for me, we expect to have, you know, those post drinks and coffees and, and stuff. It's all, all part of what we do. But now we're tasting menu only. It's like, 
it's that price or that price, you know, you miss a course Simple. at the end for your and dessert, it's fine, still paying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, love it. Cool. Is there any other bits from the film that you yeah. have written down? No. I love the old oh. wise pot washer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there, there is, is I mean, brilliant. As ridiculous as it is, there is some tr- truth in that in terms of the, the space. Um, I mean, you must know from your experience of it, it's like they, a waitress has cleared a table and a customer's rude or an idiot or yeah. pervy. Their next place they go is back of house pot wash. So that's their yeah. first place. They're, the door's closed, they're ranting. They're ranting. Yeah. And if it's, yeah. you know, an, an older pot wash has been there for years, they, they will sort of, you know, console them or put their arm around them or, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. sometimes in a pervy way. But, um, <laughs> but it's yeah. your place to vent. So I think they've they've created that from that and they've got this old wise pot wash, which, which is great. But there is yeah. there is some kind of truth in that. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. Like, I hadn't thought about it. I was a pot washer when I, but I was a kid <laughs> at a restaurant. I think I was 14, 15 when I started pot washing at my local pub. But you're right, like you heard it first because that's mm. where the waitresses come first. Yeah. So it's fresh in it was fresh in their minds. They come in and just rant to you about whatever and you're just there like, oh, I don't know what the fuck's going on. But, yeah, it got to a point yeah. it didn't on because we had the way the kitchen was situated, you had the pass, you had the pot wash next to the pass. I just right. had to um stop it all because it was just bringing so much negativity into the kitchen so wow. the housekeepers yeah. would come up the stairs and drop their stuff and moan the restaurant staff and the bar staff they'd all come from three different areas to there and just bring this yeah. negativity into the kitchen so i'd just go mad and get rid of them all and be like going bitch somewhere else because i just i just don't want this so we were in a very positive place pushing forward and it was like i didn't really click but it was lee who runs it now my sous chef at the time who was like he pointed it out and i was like yeah that's what it is that's that's doing my head in that's their little bitching area and you know fine get it off your chest but piss off out of my kitchen yeah fair enough bring that negativity yeah i never even thought of that it must be that's weird to have a pot wash right next to the pass that can't that can't happen commonly surely no and it's just just layout of the kitchen there was there's literally nowhere else to put it i mean it could have been designed better but yeah there was nowhere else to put it and it was handy for me in the past because it was just like everything straight off or you know to throw a plate it was easy (laughs) (laughs) yeah that makes sense oh i also thought what how such a weird addition to the film was the two glass clearers oh yeah bus boys yeah well they have them in america we don't have them here yeah, what that is so weird, isn't it? Yeah, They're like they, these ghosts that just walk, go around and mop up. To, and like, I know, and it's like it's such a such a horrible way to clear. They've got that big, um, that yeah. big bowl thing, load everything in, and then take it to the pot wash. It's so horrible. Yeah, bus boys. Yeah, I've never seen a bus boy over here. It's like you'd have runners just clearing tables, and they'd be dressed as waiters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. It just it makes you feel like you're like. Your animals coming into barn for a feed. Yeah. Do you know? What I mean? Yeah, it <laughs> like, does. It, yeah. Just, it has that horrible sort of like animal feel to it. But yeah. they were, and then what I didn't expect when the credits rolled was that remix of a rap song with them two singing it. I was like, what is going <laughs> yeah. on here? This is mental. Like, Lost I've, I've the employed plot. a lot of young lads like that, you know. That yeah, you know, they're young pot washers, think they're a bad boy, think they're hard, little gobshite, and then you know they'll be like giving shit to maybe the other chefs and stuff. But as soon as I'd come, they'd be all respectful. Like, you know, like <laughs> they were with that manager. Yeah. <laughs> classic. Yeah. That is just absolutely classic. That, that manager was a weapon, wasn't he? Like, oh, I've seen so many like that. I mean, it's like, I think that's a middle management thing across every industry, isn't it? There's people like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's David Brent, essentially. Exactly. Wants, the ma- he sort of want, wants to be liked, 
but also wants to be a leader, but yeah. then also wants to flirt with the younger members. Oh, of, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just all of it. It's just it's David Brent. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, so the manager of the Harvester was like that. And was even he? when when that Dean said he was leaving, I had a not like that, not as shouted volatile. I had a very strange experience. It was for me. It was a part time. I was in year one of college, and I yeah. went for another part time job at the country city football ground, which. You know, if it wasn't great, but it was oh, okay. you know, actually cooking and cooking for the directors and that. And You'd been better, buzzing as well. Better money. Exactly. I got to watch the yeah. match, not for free. I got paid to watch the matches. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Um, and uh, Someone's got to watch them. And then I had the, you know, that was like my, my next plan. And then I wanted to get a full-time job in a like, rosetted restaurant, at least two rosette. And you know, I said to him, I'm, you know, I'm leaving. And he's like, why, why would you leave? Why would you leave? This is your opportunity. You know, you want to be a chef. I was like, yeah, I want to be a chef as like no disrespect to this place but i want to really learn how to cook um yeah. you know i want to i want to move forward and what he did this is a really weird thing right he got there was a waiter that i used to get on with there this guy uh paul he was he was quite cool and he got him and then he got this waitress who was she was really fucking hot right um she was a few years with me at school at Finham, and i was okay. always dead nervous around her she looked just <laughs> like isla fisher like, really? Yeah, wow. and that was when Home and Away was big, and me and my mates <laughs> would be like, "Oh, there's Isla." Like, <laughs> 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 and oh. just randomly, I'd gone to college, and I worked there, and she worked there as part-time waitress. I think she's like, um, I don't know, uni or, or something. Um, yeah. He in the staff room, he had this guy and her sat there, and I never spoke to when I was there. I was still a bit like like shy and stuff. <laughs> and the manager and me all trying to convince me to stay. And it was the weirdest, most uncomfortable thing. He's like, you know, you want, you said you wanted your own restaurant one day. He's like, this is the way to do it. You could have your own harvester somewhere. You could be the boss. You could be. <laughs> I was looking at him like, I'm fucking be you, mate. Like, you, what? That is no. so weird. Oh, it that, is, that is mad. You know, but and you could, like, some people would give in there and just yeah. the peer pressure and stay and whatever. But I was just like, no, I, I knew what I wanted to do. And it was very clear. And I was just like, this is fucking weird. Yeah. Oh, it's so odd, mate. I never knew that. Wow. Yeah. If only you'd have listened, you could have been a harvester and not a salt. I know. Um, I know, Mr. Trigger. Well, that free salad bar you could have had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I totally forgot about it until I saw that. And I was like, because at the start, I was like, oh, that's like that manager. And then when he was leaving, I was like, fuck, yeah, I remember. But weird. Weird. Wow. I wonder if I wonder where he is now. That is fascinating. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, um, there's there's so much. I mean, I could probably talk for hours of the amount of little reminders I had. Uh, oh yeah, no, things. go on, mate. Yeah, and indulge there, us. There was one that would just just really crap me up, and I, I actually had it is because I've got notes on my phone of just random stories as I think of them for future yeah. podcasts, just to keep uh-huh. me in mind. You know, it wasn't a boiling point or anything. Was um, so when uh, Dean, who's the one who's having that. You know, do I leave? Do I take the assistant yeah, yeah. manager job? He's the smart, the smart waiter, basically. Yeah, and he's he's um he's um serving that table, and they're like trying to headhunt him and stuff. Yeah, and it ends up being just for another place of of the steakhouse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I used to work in the Manor Hotel in Meriden, like just left Le Manoir, went went to the Manor, and you know we just it was a good place and some really good chefs there, but it's kind of got a bit of a year off. I was young, kick back a bit not work yeah. so many hours and we just had a great laugh there a great group uh-huh. of guys um it's where i met adam bateman and, yes uh, yeah we had this waiter who was just you know 
a fucking like a dickhead and he thought he was the boy he thought he was the best thing since sliced bread and <laughs> you know it was a pretty basic job and we had this table um on this friday night coming in he's like oh, they love me they're tipping big tonight and he's like they're buying champagne like everything like the fillet steaks off the menu going 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 for it these guys were ex- extra cheese and stuff and people didn't spend that much there it, it was like generally full of older people or yeah. people have to like a discount and he's like, oh, I've sold them this one. I've sold them this one. He's like, oh, they're opening a new place in um, Solly Hall and they want me, they want me to head it up and stuff. He's like, oh, and everyone's like, oh, who's this dickhead? Like, just, <laughs> just shut up. And it's like, that's the last thing he needs is a table yeah. picking him up. And yeah. they're, they're system basically. Their bill was about 600 quid. You know, we're going yeah. back, what was it, 20. So we're going back 17 years. They got up and walked out. Never saw him again. They just mugged him off for the whole meal. Oh, <laughs> Told my him God. how amazing he was. Told him they were going to headhunt him. Want him for the job. Boom, gone. <laughs> Are you joking? Done. Fuck. Absolutely done. And there was oh no like God. booking systems back in those days. Yeah, like, I was going to say, no CCTV or anything like that. No, I don't think it was. Just gone. They totally mugged this guy off. And we just killed him for about three months for it. Like, just how it's his fault. Oh, and... mate. So when you're starting your new job, mate, <laughs> <laughs> every morning, I thought you were leaving for that, that new place you were going to head up in. <laughs> that is fucking incredible. Oh, Was no. he the one that had to then come into the kitchen to say, guys, they've gone? Um, no, he would not come in. Someone else oh, come in. I think God. the restaurant manager... And we were like, oh we told him and he was obviously a bit angry, but then he found sort of funny side of it. But yeah, we, we literally, we just ripped this guy. For that, but, oh, I hope that brought him down a fucking peg. Oh, it did. Yeah, it was beautiful. Like, just the way he was coming in, so arrogant and like, I'm amazing. And it's like, oh. and then he got played. shot down. Played. Oh, yeah, that it was, is it. It's a thing of beauty. Humble pie is the best pie that you've never eaten, isn't it? Yeah. You you can watch someone else eating it. It is the best feeling in the world. Exactly, mate. Exactly. (laughs) Awesome. Is there any other other bits you wanted to chat about? Um, I don't know, really. Just like, yeah, I mean, like, just all those people, like that angry waitress. I've seen so many of them. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, that was another one of those characters. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was also such bad editing, and that it was obviously not her. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was either a close up of her face or a close up of just her legs down and nothing else. It was just like so obviously (laughs) badly done. Yeah. Oh, it was horrible. Picking bits (laughs) out, going, breakfast (laughs) is ready. Yeah. It was far more. It was far more gruesome than I thought the film would be. I thought it'd just be like yeah. a bit of an American Pie sort of. But it was actually some of it was like, no, yeah. no, no, what was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of it is toe curling. Yeah. Actually, one bit that made me laugh from her was when she was ranting in the kitchen and then literally came out of the kitchen, turned the corner, and was like, "Hi guys, is there anything more I can do for you?" Like just like yeah. that is classic, isn't it? And it does. It does show that you know, like if you look into it a bit deeper, that you know, restaurant staff, they're people and. They're going to get pissed off. They're going to be having a bad day. But yeah. you, you do have to put that face on. Oh, it's different so. to, you know, like in the kitchen, I can be miserable if I want. It doesn't yeah. matter really. It might upset yeah. other people, but it's never going to affect the guest as such. You know, in offices, you could get away with it to a certain level, but your customer facing, you've got to oh, be like, a big smile. I know. And, you know, and you I've, could be I've the definitely, worst ever. 
I've definitely done it on the phone though. When I see, because it comes up with a name, obviously on the phone, I'm like, oh fucking, I'm not this twat. I don't know. Hey, like yeah. what, you, you straight away just click into that yeah. sort of like, I've got to be up for this. I can't afford not to be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just yeah. like that. It's classic. Yeah. Mm. But, no, brilliant. I think good one. It was. It's what I hoped for for this in terms of like a film. You yeah, can it take was too seriously. It, have a good laugh about. Yeah, I think it's important that you can tell for, from the film's point of view, it's not taking itself seriously. So yeah. you can just have a laugh at it and with it. It just doesn't matter. And yeah. um, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, actually. Yeah. It okay. got... What do you reckon on IMDb? What do you reckon its rating was? I don't know. I bet, it, I bet it's higher than I think because... Purely because it's got this weird cult status like those films do. Yeah. Um, I bet it's like, I don't know, six and a half. Ooh, very good. 6.8. Is it? No that way. is for, uh, by IMDb standards. That's above average. That is, yeah. <laughs> no way. I bet Ryan Reynolds has got films with smaller ratings than that on yeah. IMDb. Yeah, Green oh, Lantern. Pretty good, can't yeah. It? yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. Uh, awesome. Um, cool. Well, I suppose that's. Oh, we're going, going an hour already. Just on waiting. It proves you can do any film if we can talk about <laughs> waiting for an hour. Um, yeah. We've uh, we've got a special episode next week, um, which I guess we can sort of like I guess tease now. We'll we'll reveal that yeah. on social media over the next few days. But um, basically, it's a special one-off. It's not really the film club, but it's come from the film club, and it's uh, we've got we've got a guest on, and it it should be really good fun, and and something we didn't expect really, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I um I was super super excited about this. People have been guessing on social media, and everyone's been way off. Yeah, way, way off, off. They? yeah. Um, but no, not going to give any any clues at all. But yeah, I was super excited about this. It's, yeah, yeah legend. I can't wait to. We recorded it, recorded it last night, but we're going to be releasing it next week. And um, yeah, I hope everyone enjoys it because we certainly did, and it was very special. And uh, it was cool to. Ah, oh, it's it's hard dancing around the topic, yeah. but it was cool. Oh, yeah. It was cool to do yeah, something yeah. that we didn't expect to do. So we'll leave exactly. it there. But follow us on the nightcap. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook pages for more details over the next few days. Also, yeah. I was thinking maybe we should put a poll up. Um, I've got a couple of ideas for Twitter polls. Yeah. Either one of what is people's favourite film so far that we've done. Oh, okay, yeah. And I think for this film, we should put, if you had to eat one of the following things in your gravy, <laughs> would, it, would it be pubes, dandruff, phlegm, or what was the fourth sweat. one? Dropped on the... Sweat. Which, so we'll do a Twitter poll yeah. on, on Twitter, which you'd rather have in your gravy based on the film waiting. And we'll see yeah. we'll see if people concur with us and go for pubes. Pube <laughs> army. Yeah. Pube army. Pubes all day. Yeah. <laughs> Alfalfa crest, he calls it. Yeah. <laughs> which uh, is also, not too far off. Alfalfa crest is shite. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, it probably is about the same. Nice yeah. one, buddy. Uh, really you, enjoyed um, that. Are you going to pick one for the week after now? Oh, good question. Um, ooh, there's so many actually, and and thanks to so I've had so many people DM me mm. with suggestions, and there's still stuff that I've never heard of before, which you know I've then gone and researched, and is a really big thing, and mm. you know, documentaries and stuff. So no, I'm gonna hold up, I'll hold oh, cool. fire, because okay. uh, we've got two weeks here, and then yeah. I'll I'll find something else, cool, uh, a bit different for us to to do next time. Lovely, nice Brilliant. one, cool, cool. Enjoy that, buddy. I'll speak yeah. to you later. Cheers. Good to see you, mate.